Hey, this is episode 11 of the TV Jung Podcast, and this is the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Damn that television! My name is Greg. Thanks for checking out the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, TV Junk Podcast. And of course, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions for uh, us to do other shows, TV Junk Podcast at gmail.com. On the show today, got a couple of guests to talk about this uh, Marvel special. Uh, we've got uh, Nuno. Nuno, how's it going? Feliz Navidad, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing well, Greg. How are you? Um, great. Uh, you know, we are, since we're doing a holiday special and we're, we are getting close to that festive time of the year, I decided to festive up the, my, my background for this, uh, for the show. I got a lot of Christmas lights. I got my tree up with all my, my, uh, Disney ornaments on it. Nice. Yeah. It's a, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, uh, the, uh, the holiday spirit right now. I'm, I'm feeling it too. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And uh, we've also got uh, Dax on the show. Dax, how's it going, man? Hey, happy holidays, fellas. Good to see you. And I got to say, it's been a minute uh, since you've not had your background blurred out on the Zoom call. And I mad props to your, I noticed right away, your uh, festive lighting behind you. I am a huge fan, as we will get into, as it parallels with this TV show. But the retro style that you don't see that often anymore, multicolored strands of lights, Oh, yes. huge plus for me i don't go anywhere without them i've got them along my i don't know if you guys can see but i've got like lights on my art desk here i'm gonna nice oh, there's oh. Oh, i no longer have lights on my art desk but you get the point <laughs> i see it yeah. i have I've, I've strands that i've now knocked down but anyway so um i'm a huge fan of the of your setup over there greg looks fantastic i have uh some like uh led houses over there yeah. With my, uh, well, you can't see it from where you are, but I do have a a Godzilla ornament that is terrorizing the LED houses. I like it. I respect that. Nice. As a kid, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I would have done the uh, dioramas using uh, the ornaments. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't got together to talk about a Marvel show since uh, since She Hulk, and we did uh, uh, Werewolf by Night. Uh, so. Uh, Nuno, you weren't part of the uh, the Wakanda Forever podcast, so I wanted to get your feelings before we start uh, on on your thoughts on Wakanda Forever. Have you seen it? I have. Okay. Yeah, and I liked it. Bonus material. I um, I you know what? I was, I was really, I was a huge fan of all the Namor stuff. I thought Namor was great. Um, Loved all the underwater uh, footage. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I listened to the film junk review and I think I felt probably the same. Like a lot of things worked really well. And then some things, some subplots and characters weren't really necessary, but I didn't hate it. So that was a good thing. <laughs> so would you say that it, you didn't hate wasn't great? <laughs> no, you know what? Because certain, certain, you know, I know thing is parts of it were really great. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I know that that, that that's that's something that you coined, right? And, Didn't uh, hate was great. There you go. You get you get the yeah, was great in there. Yeah. So it's a bit better than wasn't great. Was great. You enjoyed it, but you had some issues with maybe, it. Maybe didn't hate. Mostly great. There. See that works. I could, I I like could that say better. that. Yeah. Sure. That'll yeah. work didn't too. Hate, mostly great. So you know, we we often do a lot of uh, the Marvel stuff and uh, and a lot of the Star Wars stuff in both on, on this podcast and, and, and film junk as well. Um, uh, but, uh, speaking of not great, um, like, uh, uh, Disney this past, uh, uh, quarter, um, barely, uh, made a bit of a profit. And the problem was like, uh, Disney plus, uh, has cost the company about $1.5 billion in that losses. Uh, wow! Because, why is that? Is that just because the cost of all the material they're putting on? Because of Star Wars and Marvel shows are so damn expensive, and yeah. there's only—I mean, they have a shit ton of subscribers, but they're only getting yeah twelve, thirteen but ten bucks a month only person, so far, right? Yeah. And hmm. you can have six, seven, eight, ten accounts uh, for 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 one uh, for one person. So they've lost so much money. They actually fired their CEO. No, and, and brought back uh, the, their former CEO Bob Chapek is out, and Bob Iger is back, and so I don't know what's going to happen with uh, with any of all these announced 
shows that are coming up, but uh, it could be it could be trouble for for Marvel um, and and their shows that are on Disney Plus. But mm. uh, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but speaking of Disney Plus, a a release schedule over the next uh, three years has been leaked, and mm. uh, it has a listing of of all the this upcoming scheduled movies and uh, scheduled shows on Disney Plus that are coming out. And like I know a lot of people are are a little overwhelmed with Marvel. I think I think Dax, did you not? So you were a little bit overwhelmed with all the stuff that was coming or was that Frank on the podcast? I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember, to be honest. I mean, I feel like the whole like Marvel malaise that's kind of sweeping over everyone with so much material is not. I've been fine with all, all the stuff on, on, on Disney Plus, but I'm finding that just this second wave of like the Marvel with the next 10 years or whatever, all that right. stuff. There's not much that I'm really looking forward to. And it's just because sure. like. They're characters I don't even know or truly really care about. I, I, I mean, people get. In, I think people seem to get insulted when I say it's like they're they're into C and D list characters. Like they're really kind of like, you know, trying to. I, I'll be excited if this X Men thing goes through and like they start bringing that in. Like that could be a lot of fun, right? Uh, Secret Wars is really the only thing I'm looking forward to. And other than that, I mean, well, I can't remember anyone else's that I would be excited for. I, I don't remember hearing something that I was like, yeah, this is, sounds great. Like Ant Man three, like fuck, who cares? Like I don't care. You know what I mean? That's just me, but uh, maybe, I, yeah, I don't know what else to say about that. I love these movies, but at the same time, it's like I'm not really super excited about them, so I don't know. Well, um, I'm going to give you the list of everything that they have I'd scheduled, love to hear this list. Go. And it is going to blow your mind. All right. Okay. All right. So I will starting... say up front. Sorry, up front. I'm very excited for the Daredevil. Sure. Aren't they doing a new show? They're, they're they doing are. More season? Okay, so I'm excited for that. All right, so these are the rumored dates and stuff that are coming out. Some of some of the stuff is already confirmed, and we know it's coming. Okay. Uh, but this is this is everything. So uh, February, this coming February, Ant Man three uh, in March on Disney Plus, Secret Invasion with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and and the Skrulls. Uh, May twenty twenty three, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three. Uh, also, we'll have Loki season two. Then in the summer, there's uh, Echo, which was the character that was uh, um, uh, introduced in the the Hawkeye series. Yeah, don't don't even remember that character. <laughs> uh, Echo. She, she was the uh, uh, the, the assassin, the or whatever indigenous character. Yeah. So yeah. she has she's a character. Yeah, she's got a show. Oh, okay. Well. They've actually already finished filming it. Okay. Uh, also in in the summer is the Marvels. Which with all three of the uh, the Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, oh. and then Monica Rambeau, and then okay. we have the X Men '97 animated series in September, okay. um, which is a uh, they're continuing the original Fox. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, X Men yeah. cartoon, yeah, okay. uh, same voice actors. I think uh, if all of them are still alive, it's the same voice actors. Uh, in October next Halloween, a Man Thing special. On Disney Plus, nice. we're also going to get the Ironheart series. Uh, that's just next year. Yeah, that's a lot of shit. Twenty twenty four, Agatha Coven of Chaos is a TV show with uh, Agatha Harkness. Who cares? Isn't that the the witch character that? Yes. Scar- oh god. Yep. <laughs> oh god. Uh, March twenty twenty four, Daredevil: Born Again. That's the series. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, May twenty four. Uh, Captain America: New World Order, the new movie. Oh, who's uh, going who's gonna to be? Is that Falcon? Uh, yeah, Sam Wilson. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, July of twenty four is Thunderbolts. Uh, then we've got September of twenty four is Blade. It's okay. a movie. Uh, then fall of twenty four, a series starring Wonder Man. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> Do you know who Wonder Man is? Oh, I know. I was. I'm. Made, even at the age of like tender age of seven and eight, I made fun of him at my dad's warehouse because he Simon looks so Williams. stupid. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know his powers. He's just like a strong dude, right, or something. Yeah, he's an actor too, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, in the comics, he's an actor. Yeah. He's like he, okay. And then uh, October of 2024 is an animated uh, Marvel Zombies show. <laughs> uh, and then a Ghost Rider special on Disney Plus. Oh wow. Uh, then an animated Spider-Man cartoon in fall of 2024. Then Deadpool 3 in November. 
Uh, That's with Wolverine, right? Yep. Okay. And then a series called Vision Quest with uh, White Vision, Paul Bettany. And took then, a while to find out what was happening with him. Yeah. Winter of 2024, a series around the Midnight Angels, our favorite characters from Wakanda Forever. Oh. Was yeah. that the ones that she... Oh, never mind. Yeah, Okoye wearing the suits. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Those suits were brutal. Yeah, I didn't like the suits either. Uh, December of 2024, Spider-Man 4 with uh, Tom Holland. Oh, wow, okay. Then we're into 2025 now with a uh, a Nova special. You know, Nova Richard Ryder. I know the costume instead. I don't know the power. It's kind of like a Cosmos kind of character, right? Then uh, Fantastic Four in February. 2025 oh, they're trying to just bring that back they can't yeah. let that one die nope. fantastic four spring of 2025 is the midnight suns uh which i believe is is like uh is warwolf by night and moon knight and uh blade mm-hmm. like all the dark characters and that's a tv series tv or? series and then uh, then moon knight season two and then we then finally we get avengers kang dynasty movie in may of 2025 is is that secret wars or no no that's that's avengers part one secret oh, wars okay. is part two oh, okay and then a, another season of the x-men cartoon and then july of 2025 shang chi 2 uh and then also in that summer a series around the young avengers they've been introduced mm-hmm. in all these movies we've had and yeah. we've got kate bishop and we've got america ferrara who was in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. We've got Kamala Khan. We've okay. got, uh, you know, maybe Wanda's kids. Uh, they introduced uh, Isaiah Bradley and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, uh, Iron Heart's part of it. Uh, we hmm, Now we've okay. got the Hulk son who is... Uh, oh, that's right. That yeah, yeah. So no existed. All yeah, this yeah. Stuff. Ant- Ant- Ant-Man's daughter. Ant-Man's daughter. Um, and then we've got a, another season of the Spider-Man cartoon, and then we've got Ooh. a Mephisto special, and then in November, everyone loves Mephisto. Yeah, <laughs> we got the dog drinking water. <laughs> we've got uh, the Armor Wars. Now it's a movie in November of 2025 instead of a series. So this is a movie with <laughs> with uh, Don Cheadle. Oh wow! Okay, and uh, and then we've got a series around the character of Nomad. Oh wow! No, this is out of control, dude. And then an abomination special, and then something called the Conqueror, and I have no idea what that is. Wow! Uh, and then uh, a series around the Illuminati in summer of 2026, and then a se- a sequel to the Eternals, and then Ms. Marvel <laughs> season two, and then we've got a series on World War Hulk. And then well, May 2026, Avengers Secret Wars. Wow. That's really far off. That's and that's crazy. the next phase. Let's that's we had the Infinity Saga, and now this is the multiverse saga, and that's when this is gonna end. And, May, and there's still no X-Men. And, maybe yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe Secret Wars. They'll they'll kind of like merge the yeah, different. I, I think uh, when we get to when we get to that point. I think maybe a lot of this Marvel stuff kind of takes a break, and then we just focus on X Men stuff for a little while. I don't know, but that is a lot of stuff over it's, the next three I mean, years. I've been a fan. I, I think that's why I think like it's. I I just had an epiphany of how I could explain this to my dumb self. <laughs> is that Avengers or the first ten years, like the first ten years or whatever that yeah. was, right? To getting up to event. Let's let's say. Iron Man to Avengers, the first Avengers, whatever. Yeah, right? that's like that what, six like, movies. Six, yeah, movies, so it was like I six think. movies. Yeah, and I consider that like the best. Like, like that was when everyone went, "Holy shit, they did it!" You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they made this work. You know, and I I am now realizing that that is their like Matrix or um, Alien or, or Superman One. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like. Now that they, you know, they had success, it's like, well, how do we, you know, make the sequel? How do we do this? How do we do this? And it's like most most sequels, not all sequels, but like most sequels, they're forcing it, and they're and they're clearly forcing a lot of sequels here. Like this is like it's taking that premise to like the max. And I feel like I don't care about eighty percent of what you said. <laughs> 
not you personally, Craig. Sure. But your the list, the list. Oh yeah. 80% of that I could give two shits about. All the animated stuff, don't care. I'll take a dabble into the new blade, whatever they're gonna do with that, because I love blade with snipes, but I wonder what they're gonna do with the new one. Um, a couple of them here and there were like, okay, sure, I want to see that. Literally. I don't know. What do you think, Nuno? Like I'm ranting here. I'm thinking, well, I mean, two of the big surprises uh, that Greg just dropped on us were, uh, I mean, one, that Disney Plus isn't profitable. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I, I guess even with, you know, Netflix has been having issues, HBO Max, since they since Warner Brothers got bought by Discovery, they've been doing huge, you know, slashing of programming. Um, I guess this whole streaming thing, it seemed like a great business model, but somehow now that everyone's doing it, it's... Is it profitable for anyone? I mean, Amazon spent uh, close to a billion dollars for, uh, what, eight episodes of um, uh, Rings of Power. So, yeah, that is still crazy. Like I thought for sure everyone paying 10 bucks a month whatever was was well enough. And Disney had more than enough money and enough people who knew what they were doing on the financial end of things. Um and the second thing that's a big surprise is that Eternals is getting a sequel. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it's Holy like and, it, and it's like three or four years off still. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because people are gonna be chomping at the bit for an Eternals <laughs> three, four years. I, I wanna know what happened even, to Kingo. I got, 50, I got I got twenty minutes into that movie and fell asleep and never bothered to hit the play again. Yeah, I think I think I, I think Shang Chi was maybe the last MCU movie, which I thought it was really amazing, like all the way. Yeah, Shang Chi was I think good. I really, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah, it, it makes me sad because I I, I want to like them, you know, and I, I the fact that they're pumping out so much content is like you want like if, as a Marvel fan or of these of that franchise that I was holding on to so dearly, like I, there are stories I want to hear, but I feel like less and less I do care about. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, sure, I'm sure I'll be pleasantly surprised with it and whatnot. But with today, like I have a hard time watching stuff as it is. Like I haven't even seen Andor yet, and I'm a Star Wars fan. Maybe I should be called a Star Wars fan, but like I haven't seen any Andor. I haven't watched really it yet either. Show. What's that? I haven't watched it yet either. I've... You haven't watched it either. No, it's I just haven't like there's yet. so much to watch. I haven't seen Ring of Power. I haven't no. seen. You know what I mean? I, I there's just so much shit. I just. Because like when I get on there, I'm like it's almost like there's too much. You're like which service am I going to watch today? And then it takes an hour to. F- pick something because you're like there's so much you're almost too much selection to choose from you know what i mean i oh, know yeah. it's a you know the real tough problem to have but at the same time <laughs> it just it means like it just you can, stuff gets lost like i just don't you know, yeah like, i end up watching a documentary on like you know fifa or something like that you know what i mean like it's because the, there is so much it's like I, I i will sit down and i'll be like all right i'm gonna start Andor, and then i'll end up watching like eight episodes of nailed it <laughs> and and watching holiday baking you know yeah, yeah, shows yeah. and so but yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy so uh, will all this stuff get made who knows is this list you know even 100 percent real i don't know but uh i mean losing 1.5 billion dollars uh from yeah, from streaming you know this all these shows do cost a lot of money it's a good thing that they're making so much money on theme parks and and all the other yeah. stuff that they do do you uh, think yeah. that there's a chance that they prune this at all like some of those cartoons and shit like that well i, I they actually started uh, some layoffs because the old ceo didn't think that adults watched animated things okay. and so they actually started a whole bunch of layoffs uh with the within like the disney animators um so i don't know if these things will actually uh get put back on track or not but i mean i mean the animated shows are the ones that are cheaper to make, you know, because oh, yeah. it's obviously it's a lot less money that they're spending out. And, and, uh, you know, Disney is kind of famous for their animated stuff. That's kind of their bread yeah. and butter. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's, it'll be uh, pretty interesting to see uh, what happens with all this stuff, but uh, it is a lot of stuff, but Hey, it just gives us more stuff to do podcasts on. It's true. I guess. Yeah. Just think like, uh, uh, three, Three years from now, we could be talking about Nomad. Oh, <laughs> can't wait! I might be dead in three years. I mean, my God, like that's a long way off. Like I'm in, like Secret Wars is 2026. Like fuck, yeah. man. I don't. When I was a kid, 2026 was like when spaceships were flying around and shit. Like, yeah. give me a break. Anyway, man, we have so much to look forward to. <laughs> so much to look forward to. Yeah. All right. 
Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, uh, directed by James Gunn, written by James Gunn, starring Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillan, Palm Clementif, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Sean Gunn, Michael Rooker, Kevin Bacon, and the old 97s. I'm going to give you a quick uh, rundown of the plot here. The Guardians of the Galaxy purchase nowhere from the collector and are celebrating Christmas. Uh, Peter Quill is really bummed out. And so Drax and Mandis decided to take it upon themselves to, to cheer up Peter Quill by going to get the best possible Christmas present they can for him. And they decide that they're going to go to Earth and bring back his childhood hero, Kevin Bacon and hilarity ensues from then on. So let's uh, let's talk about this show. Nuno, give me your 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 overall thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, overall, I I enjoyed it. Um, uh, kudos to anyone to try to you know create a holiday special nowadays because I think part of my childhood and probably a lot of people is that we we've held on to a lot of the specials that mean a lot to us. We, 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 uh, we visit them every year. And I, I know I have a personal list of favorites that I watch every year. And uh, some of them are pretty amazing. And I got to say, just having that, that title, like this is a holiday special. Like you're, you're, you're putting yourself out there with the big boys, right? It's like, is it going to work? Right. And this has the celebrity cameos. I didn't know anything about it going into it. I knew it was happening for you know, a couple of years. The Kevin Bacon thing I didn't know about until I watched it and saw his name in the credits. Thought it was funny. Um, I have a renewed faith in James Gunn, maybe, because um, I was finding, I don't know, I don't know if it was just something about his writing lately was kind of more pandery. I wasn't a fan of uh, Peacemaker, to be honest. I I know. <laughs> wow. I, I know I know everyone loved it on the first episode, right? Of TV Junk. And um, I almost kind of hate watched it. <laughs> I loved I loved just like being angry at it. Just something about it. It was kind of I was afraid James Gunn because I was I was a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy one and two. Uh, a big fan of his other movies like uh, Slither and Super with with Rain Rain Wilson. Yeah, like thought James Gunn and the MCU was a good thing. And then I kind of was getting hints that he's he's a bit too fanboyish. Like he's almost like uh, it's almost like a more refined Kevin Smith <laughs> in the way he's writing, right? And Suicide Squad was okay. I liked it, but I didn't find it funny. But his return to the Guardians, um, I liked it. It had everything a holiday special for my youth would have had uh cameos musical guests songs um yeah so yeah without getting to yeah we'll get into details but um yeah i uh i enjoyed it dax what about you i uh, echo a lot of things that nuno said i i really i actually rewatched it while i was eating dinner because it's a nice quick one hour you know bing bang boom you're done kind of thing and um but the my first viewing uh, was actually really cool, and I'll preface this by saying, uh, I was I, I watched it with someone, and their excitement about it really kind of also you know when you watch something with somebody like a comedy and like they're laughing so it just makes you enjoy it more. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was like the just oh, the yes. energy was good. So I mean I, I put this thing on and 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 right away like the things that hit me were of course like right out the gate I was like okay it looks like a TV guardians you know it's cheesier it's like the one big set they're all standing on you can tell like they're not all as in shape or care as much than if it was a movie kind of thing you know what i mean like that's what the vibe i got right yeah. uh, like you know quill's wearing a wig or something like that and you know like it just things looked off you know drax is wearing a shirt because he does I bet, I bet he's not in like film shape and he just they just like it's fine just just come in um but then putting that aside very quickly i did like Nuno says, I feel like they definitely paid homage to the to the 80s vibe and the specials and all that kind of stuff with like, I don't know if they still do this now in holiday films, but I really love things that I noticed was like the uh, the score of like Christmas themes going through the 
the the film you know what i mean just like background like not necessarily the actual night i'm assuming the 97s is the band or whatever like yes. that. yeah so the score bits you know, like the score of like you know da, 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 you know all that kind of stuff while they're like talking and going to fun i love that kind of stuff it made me feel very by the end of the film i was like super holiday i was i was like it was great i, I really enjoyed the um the set design of nowhere especially once the lights went up like i was full-on christmas vibe in that hard like yeah. that was i love what they did with that um all, all the snow and the lights looked awesome yeah like it was just yeah. like and, and and it was and is that song at the end like it sounds like the pumpkins but i don't think they did a christmas song did they is that just a sound yeah like? that was smashing pumpkins the the christmas time song when uh it's when, a banger i've when, never heard when, it before when peter first sees how everything is decorated yeah. yeah that was that was right after i stopped listening to them i think i mean they were probably my favorite band in high school, but then um, they're one of those bands that I just don't listen to anymore. Yeah. I think I, I loved their first four or five albums and then it just wasn't working for me. And, you know, Billy Corgan kind of became a bit of a softy and would, <laughs> from what I remember he was, he was doing stuff and just kind of his persona totally changed. He was, showing pictures of himself cuddling with cats and stuff and like <laughs> and making like really sweet, you know, sweet little and, you know. songs and i was like no man <laughs> i wanted i wanted the uh the, the teenage angst pumpkins so uh, is this is this song recorded years ago or is it a new like yes rec- i'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty sure it's from the late 90s or early 2000s okay well either way i've never heard it before and it was a banger i was like this is wicked it gave you those feels like when like the music comes in and everyone's all happy about christmas and shit yeah yeah like i don't know i just if it, 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 i really did enjoy it by the end and the second time watching it through like the kevin bacon stuff i i'd unfortunately seen a trailer i guess so i knew that the whole thing was about kevin bacon so i knew what it was going in um but i don't think that really spoiled it for me i feel like it hit all the notes of a holiday special as cheesy as hell. The reason it works in this, in my case for me is because it's an established cheesy franchise, like guardians of the galaxy. You know what I mean? Like it, it just makes sense that they would be the ones to do it because they're already kind of stepping out of the box when it comes to the cheese factor. So I think it, it works. Um, but uh, yeah, no, by the end, I, I liked it and on the rewatch today, glossed over the parts that didn't really, you know, that weren't really great, but then really enjoyed the parts I liked the first time around, which is kind of like, what nostalgia is right like you when you're watching your movies from your childhood while you're wrapping gifts now you know what i mean like you don't necessarily pay attention to the whole thing you just kind of remember it all you know what i mean i can only imagine that this this may become for this generation of kids watching it like one of their holiday favorites you know what i mean like i can see it i don't see why it wouldn't be it it was well executed in my opinion short and sweet you know uh if it had been longer i probably would have been kind of like okay let's go but I i thought it wrapped up well and i enjoyed it a lot so you don't think this will go the way of the Star Wars holiday special? No, I, this is my, yeah, I mean, in my <laughs> opinion, I didn't see the Star Wars special one until I was like, like now, like I, yeah, I didn't exactly. see it as a kid. I would have loved it probably as a kid. I did maybe watch would have it made me like kid. it then because it has nostalgia to it, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I never saw it as a kid. And when I see it now, I'm like, man, wow, they made that, eh? But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I have weird memories of watching it on television when it first aired. Did you like it back then? Well, I was like three. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so then would, yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I probably loved it. Yeah, because as a kid, you you don't see that stuff. You look at yeah. it and go, "Oh, it's great! It's Luke Skywalker." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But no, yeah. I, I did. I think uh, I I will say the one thing I wasn't a huge fan of was the like if we're getting like artistic, I'll put my art hat on for a sure. second here and go the the design of Groot as this yes. teenage version or whatever. That, that was a little was like weird. I, I did think it was literally off. a dude in an outfit. You know what I mean? Like it, it looked it, like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's because they wanted to start growing his body to like, I think the proportions they had in Endgame and uh, infinity were better. Like they were slender. He was kind of like a teenager, you know, he's getting all he's lanky and stuff, but for this one, they like, starting to bulk him out. But the problem is they kept his kid face on there. It's almost like they took the head from the, from the chibi version, like the baby one from mm-hmm. Guardians 2, they took that head, right? And then put it onto a, a, a bigger body. And so it didn't really work for me at visually um, design-wise. But, I mean, like, of course, he's Groot and he does his little, you know, full pause and everyone goes, oh, you know, like, and it, it's, it was fine. I think his character was fine. It's just that the, visually I would have gone in a different direction design-wise. But I don't know. I don't know. I probably would have kept him looking more like the one from Infinity War, to be honest, but... Yeah, you know what? That that was the one thing that stood out to me too. And I did some research afterwards because I was like, "What am I seeing?" First, you know, when you first see him, 
the the first song that the old 97s play when they're yeah. trying to confirm with peter quill what christmas is all about yeah which was pretty hilarious yeah, <laughs> christmas, yeah. christmas time is here was a very good song yeah. like uh, yeah the chorus was a bang like the yes. and it wasn't even a repeated chorus it was almost like it had like a bridge going into chorus that was different every time and i loved the uh the swinging hand thing oh yeah like, oh yeah the like, it's a weird much. thing but it's like it's like every time i watch it i'm like that's fucking cool and i don't know why it's funny, but yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Groot was kind of kept to the background. Like he's literally in the background of that crowd dancing around, and it looks like a person in a suit. So I looked into it, and I'm like, yeah, something's weird. He, he has the baby Groot, almost like a Funko Pop head, big eyes, big mouth, really short head on this like jacked body. But I looked into it. And apparently, he was 100% CGI. But then looking at, I compared all of his looks in all in every film. Including, you know, he's in uh, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. In that, he still has the thinner face, small yeah. eyes, um, and a taller head. This head is super short. Yeah. It, they, they essentially just like you said they took Baby Groot's head and put it on a super jacked body with no neck and yeah. no and like he's got a really short head. Mm-hmm. So it's like it just it does not work, right? Yeah, I, that's the way I felt about it anyway. I mean, I was able to look past it, but I mean, yeah, I just... I won't look past it. <laughs> that's fair. <It's- laughs> I think if it was a film, I would have been more kind of like, whoa, gross. You know what I mean? See, like, goes, I'm, I'm kind of worried that in Guardians 3, because I, I, that, that, I, no. I thought that he did... I thought he filmed this because he had the cast and all the costume being done for everyone. It, I don't know. Well, yeah, he did. He filmed this show along the same time as he did Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and the, Cosmic Rewind, the stuff for Cosmic Rewind, the, yeah. the ride at Epcot at Disney. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, it is CGI Groot, right? So, I mean, like they they don't necessarily have to have him look exactly like that. And it is very could, strange yeah. that uh, he looked so different in in uh thor uh love and thunder but overall i I've, I've kind of felt the same as you guys did like i i i enjoyed it um i not all of the humor landed with me but i i really liked the music and i liked the look of it uh i, th- I thought uh like the the songs were um were really good i enjoyed that uh, one of the songs that played um i don't know if you recognized it was um there was a there's a classic snl sketch with jimmy fallon tracy morgan uh horatio sands and chris Kattan playing a christmas song mm-hmm. and uh i don't know if you've ever seen that sketch before but that song is in the special amazing um, yeah as they're i think as they're flying to earth to go get uh, kevin bacon that's cool um but uh yeah like uh, i also thought the uh the, the group looked weird and uh as far as the visual effects things, I think when Mantis was doing her jumping around, I thought that looked pretty weak as well. Uh, it's not as crisp and clean as they. I, I know that they can. They can do. It looked a little, a little funny to me. But uh, um, a ton of stuff got, uh, like from a plot standpoint, got revealed in this, in this special, which is you know I, I just I assumed it was just going to be like this. Uh, this like bonus lighthearted holiday special, but they, they, they actually did introduce a, a couple of uh, plot stuff that uh, hadn't been uh, like uh, told before. Like one that the guardians of the galaxy bought nowhere from the collector yeah. Yeah. after Thanos had decimated it. So obviously the collector uh, uh, survived uh, Cosmo. The space dog is now a member of the guardians and yeah, can talk yeah, yeah. and can talk um uh with a russian accent um uh and then uh, <laughs> um mantis is peter quill's sister which was uh, apparently there was a deleted scene from the last guardians movie where they revealed that where mantis and drax have a conversation and then they actually aired that deleted scene um I don't know if you know on on Disney Plus. Whenever something new from Marvel comes out, they do a, a thing called Marvel Legends, and they basically give you like a recap of everything that that character has done in the MCU up to that point. Well, okay. they aired that deleted scene bef- uh, before this thing released, and kind of spoiled that reveal for a lot of people, and it kind hmm. of uh, uh, bothered uh, some people. I mean, I don't know why people care all that much, but 
Well, you know what I found too, like as I was watching this show, or as I was watching it, when when he said that, you know, like the, the reveal, like, oh, you're the sister. I don't know why, but like, I was like, did I, I don't remember that. Like, I'm like, why wouldn't he know that? Because it just made sense that if right. her father was the God, he just snapped her into existence for, so technically he's her father. It made total sense. Like, yes. even if I hadn't seen that reveal before. Yeah. It does make a lot of sense. Um, we learned that uh, GoBots are real. And yeah, that was killed, that's the one killed thing I didn't Drax's get. sister. Yeah, I didn't get that. Like that, that was bizarre. That was to me. I have that down as my, as the funniest line. I was dying when that. <laughs> oh, happened. really? Yes. For me, that pulled me out. I was like, "What? Like that doesn't yeah. even make sense." What? I just, no, not, yeah, go, that was it. Was super weird. Go bots are canon to the MCU. Apparently, <laughs> I guess <And> so. <laughs> that that uh, I was like, "Whoa!" That was uh, that was bizarre. And uh, and uh, and uh, apparently Nebula uh, has uh, taken something from Bucky. <laughs> that yeah, that, that was crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. That should be. I want to see how that kind of works itself out. But um, um, yeah, which uh, that was actually one of my uh, uh, favorite parts uh, as well of the of the shows. What did you guys think of um, of the actual animation pieces that kind of uh, were the opening and closing of the special? Like the style and and the choice of maybe to do it animated as opposed to getting Michael Rooker back and, and doing it live yeah. action. Like like was it just to because they were just telling a story and that's the what they decided to use or or what did you think of the the actual animation part, Dex? Yeah, I, I uh, it's when it first showed up, I was like, huh, okay, it's an interesting choice, and whether or not it's just them being smart artistically uh if they couldn't get michael rook or or whatever it was or if they just didn't want to film it but i think it works as a bookend of um kind of separate um, like the history part of this the story right so it's like it was just a neat way of going this is it feels very holiday special kind of even though maybe it's not been done before but it just feels like it fits to me it fit to me um the rotoscope look right uh it was well i mean it was rotoscoped um but uh that is a very kind of like vintage feel too right so it kind of you know fit that kind of vibe of the of the old kind of stuff um but yeah i felt like especially once they did the the ending in it as well or the flashback to actually no it did end with that yeah um yeah no i i liked it i thought that it worked in the sense of being the history aspect of this story and that being a nice book and um i mean did I care for the art of it? No, not really. But I mean, it's rotoscope and it's, you know, they, they were, you know, it, it got what it had to get done across. So, I mean, it was fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I felt like it was, a, it was a throwback. Cause I mean, yeah. when I, when I first heard that this special was that we're going to be called the holiday special, I, you, you immediately think of star Wars because, you know, gardens of galaxy, they're also, you know, in space and it's cosmic and the holiday special has rotoscoping animation in it. It has like a Boba Fett story, so I, I totally thought it was a throwback to uh, oh, to that. Oh, you're right. It it does. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because I I think that was Boba Fett's first appearance yes, was, was in that holiday special. Yeah. So, do you think that uh, now that we have uh, Kevin Bacon uh, as himself in the in the MCU? Um, are we not going to get that crossover with uh, Sebastian Shaw from X Men First Class? I thought of that. You know what? I, I've been it. I've been going down this like mental like rabbit hole, thinking about that. Thinking about first. First, I thought, oh, you know what? Um, again, I had Star Wars Holiday Special in my mind, thinking that James Gunn's going to do some throwbacks. I was, you know, before knowing Kevin Bacon was in it. I was like, I wonder if Mark Hamill will be in this plane himself or, you know, just different thoughts like that. And then thinking about how Harrison he is in Ford, it, right? What's that? Mark Hamill is in this. Wait, really? Yeah. He's, uh, he, he doesn't have any, he lines. There's just a, there's like a drunken Santa or something sitting on a curb. And he, and, uh, I'm pretty sure that that was Mark Hamill. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know well, what? I, like was it just because he wanted to be in it? Like what's the I point so. of that? He was just on okay. the set that day or something. Maybe. Like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm vibing with James Gunn, but yeah, I uh, yeah, it's funny what what you're saying about you know well Kevin Bacon. He can't 
play a character because now, well, it was established Kevin Bacon is an actor because yes. Peter Quill loves Footloose. But then also with the whole Star Wars thing, it's like um, Harrison Ford is replacing uh, William Hurt, right? Yeah. Uh, as Thunderbolt Ross, which is what I've heard. Yes. And we know we know that Star Wars are films because Peter Parker references them um, like I think three times. And he also had a Death Star in uh, in Homecoming that he dropped that's or right, that, that, right. that Ned drops. So I'm like thinking, you know, like, is this like an uh, uh, last action hero multiverse kind of thing where... <laughs> If if they're ever watching Star Wars, maybe it won't be Harrison Ford as Han Solo. It'll be like Christopher Walken or Robert or Robert De Niro or something like, you know, like in the multiverse of Marvel where Star Wars is an actual film, they just have different actors. You know, That's and, pretty cool. Uh, Did you know, uh, I? I just dumb crap. I was thinking of <laughs> when uh, when when they got the uh, the uh, celebrity map of the stars to find out where they lived in, which was a, a good idea for them to find uh, where Kevin Bacon lives when they had the, like the, the picture of the map uh, on the screen with, um, with their travels and all the different houses that they went to. Um, there are so many people like actors who have been in MCU projects over the years. Like, like, it almost felt like they was it was slim pickings on who they could show the celebrities' houses. So I actually yeah. paused it, and I looked, and it was Queen Latifah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, John Cena, and Mark Paul Gosseler. And if you don't know who Mark Paul Gosseler is, he played Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell. Yep. <laughs> so this is... Amazing. Yeah, so none of these people can ever appear in any Marvel projects in the future well, i'm pretty sure like, on the second viewing i think the girl on the, on the bottom right was amber heard but I, that it could i could be wrong i, 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 was, I couldn't make out who it was yeah i'm pretty sure that girl a, on the, i'm like is that amber heard and i thought maybe that was just a little jab or something like that you know what i mean that's, like, that's she's pretty a celebrity spicy in hollywood it was yeah but i mean it, it may not have been her but it look i kept going is that amber heard but i just didn't want to pause it and hey really you know what maybe, maybe it's an olive branch you know james gunn is now leaving marvel he's the new uh ceo of the dc um What's it called? The DC Cinematic The universe? DC Extended Universe, I think. Extended Universe, that's yeah. right. So, I mean, they're like, hey, you, you took James Gunn. We're taking Amber Heard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fair trade, right? Yeah, well, yeah, and, and they did reference Batman and Bruce Wayne in that's this right. uh, in this special. So now that we've got the, the crossover that uh, everybody has been waiting for. Um but so yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, about Mantis and and Drax on Earth, and um, a lot of the uh, the Easter eggy type things. Like we we mentioned the the GoBot thing, and um, they were out in front of the the theater with all the people dressed up as all the characters, and they see the person dressed up as Captain America, and Mantis yells like Steve yeah. and runs and gives him a hug. I thought that was kind of funny, and uh, like you know there was somebody dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, oh. Maybe the opposite of Amber Heard. <laughs> Somebody dresses Johnny Depp in there, um, but uh, and as as they're going through, and you know, um, um, I guess like this is probably where most of the comedy was. Um, you know, breaking into Kevin Bacon's house and chasing him around, and and uh, like Getting stealing drunk at the bar. Yeah, like stealing the Christmas decorations and and. Uh, um, trying not to kill the, the police officers. Um, yeah. The, you mentioned that bar scene, which, uh, uh, which was weird. Um, I'm not, I'm not, a, I guess, I, I don't know really what that had to do with the actual show other than to get them outside and, and, and drunk later on. But it was, uh, I guess it was kind of funny and maybe alcohol affects them the same way. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I, that scene actually just kind of felt out of place to me. I don't know. What did you think about the bar scene? You know, um yeah it's like they were yeah because i'm trying to think what happened in it like they made a bunch of money outside man's chinese theater yeah, Is that taking the idea? pictures and then they oh, spent okay. it all on yeah. on alcohol and they did shots and mantis kind of breathed yeah. fire and then uh, yeah and they were and, and they were asking if anyone had seen kevin bacon just assuming that it's like, like oh you're from earth you must know kevin bacon like yeah, like in the, that that one bar patron went up to Drax and said, "Why don't you come on onto the floor and dance with us?" And I thought that that was actually going to go somewhere, but it it didn't That's actually right. go anywhere. They just sat there and just did shots yeah, at the bar. Yeah. It was very weird. Yeah, you know what? That's 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 definitely a scene that I you don't really 
get much out of and you kind of forget really happened. Yeah. They, uh, they also really leaned onto, uh, Drax's, uh, like his literal take on everything. Uh, cause they, oh, they, right. they, they did it a couple of times in each of the guardians movie, but there was a lot of that, uh, this, the, in, in this special, I did, uh, I did enjoy how, uh, um, Mantis had to ask him to not kill the police officers. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I, actually I did kind of, I think one of my also favorite scenes was when the cops were upside down and, uh, and Mantis was, was talking to them and, uh, and then, uh, offered the, the, the candy, candy cane, cane ornament yeah. <laughs> and said, we are even now. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her, I think part of her charm is her childlike kind of like, uh, interaction with the world right and same i think that's why drax even though they're very kind of one-dimensional those two characters like drax being so literal is where people kind of find charm in him and mantis with her kind of like childlike wonder and stuff like that is what kind of gives her you know i think it's probably why it works and them being the ones that went to, to do all this stuff it leaves itself open for very easy in your face jokes and stuff like that you know what i mean that doesn't doesn't have to get too complicated um Speaking of which, I thought that it was all tied up really nicely with the like. I got the feels like my the end was my favorite part just because it was so holiday. You know sure. what I mean? Like I've mentioned before, but I loved the gift giving. Do you know what I mean? And I loved like how she she got him a, a small funny man uh, for Drax. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. And like you said, the arm was very was awesome for me. And um, uh, of course, getting to the moral of this, not the moral of the story, but her telling you know. Uh, Quill that their brother and sister and him giving her a hug saying that's the best thing he could have heard which just it was very heart it was like your classic heartwarming you know holiday special and it was just really nice I thought it worked out well and there was a moral though they had like uh Chris steal people I mean yes yes that human trafficking is wrong mm-hmm. that's yeah. true that's that's a good thing that's a good takeaway yeah um, that's a good takeaway and I did I did like his reaction to it too I thought that worked well like where he's like when when he opens the gift like just that whole how that all played out. And how and th- like how he was like, you used your powers on him, didn't you? You know, like the way he rolls his eyes, yeah. and you know, you know, put him back or what, you know, that kind of thing, and then go get Kevin Bacon, you know, don't shoot him, like all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's very cliche, but I, th- I thought the way it was delivered on screen worked pretty well, and that the performances were good overall. That part, the uh, the gifts that uh, that uh, Groot handed out to everyone, which were like the the dioramas, the dioramas, yeah, mm-hmm. but there were. He gave them dioramas of things that happened on Earth that he was not a part of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He just knows, bro. He just knows. He's Groot. <laughs> he know, was Groot, there the whole time. Groot knows everything. And uh, did you did you watch through to the uh, the bonus scene? Yeah. And Wait. I don't understand. Like, I'm oh, rewatching it Nuno, today. did you not see the bonus you scene? You didn't see it, Nuno? I don't think it's at so. the end of the credits. I, yeah. I, st- I stuck around for a while. Are they, yeah, it was at like, the very like they they didn't oh. do it halfway through the credits. They went all the way through the credits. Okay, but it if, was, but if it was, you if you did say skip the credits, I did that today. I did skip, and it just actually bumped you right to it. So you would have okay. seen it if you had just hit skip. But um, it was a uh, um, uh, rocket and uh, Cosmo were were decorating Groot like a Christmas tree. Oh, nice! Okay. And uh, Groot left all the uh, let all the decorations fall to the ground, and. Uh, and Cosmo said, Groot, you ruined Christmas. And Rocket turns to the camera and says, well, I guess we're going to have to have another one of these. So. <laughs> nice. Yes. So, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think James Gunn is going to be able to do another one. He's pretty much uh, tied up for quite yeah. a few years. Um, and but, maybe Harrison Ford will be in the next one. <laughs> maybe. So uh, overall, what did you, uh, what did you think of, uh, of the special rated out of five? You know, let's say four and a half. Dax, yeah, I uh, first watch four, but I bumped it to four and a half just because I feel like it really hit that holiday vibe and a special vibe, and I don't think it's meant to be anything more than that. You know, I don't think they were trying to make it epic. They were trying to be campy, and I mean, like, if I put my kid hat on, I would love this fucking thing. You know what I mean? So, I think it worked. Four point five. I, I think I'll give it uh I'll give it a heavy four. I don't think it's all the way to the four point five, but uh yeah, I did enjoy it uh, quite a bit. Um so we we usually do our superlatives. I don't know if we need to do like a top five because it was only a forty five minute uh show. But if you want to give me your, your top moment. 
No, no, what, what, what's your top I, moment? Again, I always forget the superlatives. I always <laughs> yeah. forget it. So give, give me a minute. My, my favorite was, uh, uh, GoBots killed Dax's cousin. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, I just the GoBot costume looked amazing. Yes. Which which GoBot was it? Was it Psycho? Uh, Cyclonus or whatever his name is. Yeah, the, it was the motorcycle. Yeah. 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 Um, sure. I did enjoy when uh, uh, Mandis was taking the photos uh, off to the side. Jax was just leveling <laughs> yeah. the guy in the GoBot costume. He's, he's dead now. Yeah, he is very much dead. I think uh, my favorite moment uh, was the interaction between uh, uh, Rocket and Cosmo, and uh, Cosmo asked for the dog treats. I just, I, oh. I like dogs. It was my favorite. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have to yeah, watch that's that. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I don't know anything about Cosmo other than the fact that when I saw him, I was like, I'm my spidey sense, my comic spidey sense went off and said, that has to be a character, like some random character that is in some book somewhere or whatever, like that. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, it wasn't a big shock that clearly he's one of these D list characters that they're picking up and pulling in. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'd say what was my what was my favorite? I think I'll the one like I just gotta say, I think that the the moment where I'll go with the moment, the gift that, that uh, Mantis gives to Drax and it's the callback to the the funny man and yes. and seeing Drax really ha- happy about that and uh and the hug and the, basically that whole sequence of the gift giving was was really cool. I liked it a lot. So uh the actress uh Maria Bakalova was the voice of of Cosmo the space dog and Maria Bakalova was the uh oh the, Borat too yeah the blonde oh. woman from Borat too I don't know if you ever saw the sequel to Borat Dax I think I did I don't remember the woman though yeah yeah she was his the, uh his daughter right yeah his daughter oh the one that goes on the trip with him yes okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah so she was the voice of Cosmo and uh playing Cosmo in this particular uh uh show was the dog actor named slate who was a different dog that played cosmo in guardians of the galaxy part one and part two that dog was named fred oh wait a second cosmo's in guardians one and two yes i don't even remember him in that really yeah yeah uh, in guardians one uh, cosmo is in one of the little crates um that 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 is that is that uh he's captured in one of the crates and then uh, uh, on nowhere, well, that's um, more like a cameo, right? Like, oh, he's in. Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. yeah okay. S- similar to Howard the Duck being in one right. of them as well. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because well, right. they're they're together at the end in the yeah. bonus scene. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cosmo's supposed to be the first dog in space that the, that the Soviet Union launched into space in the uh, in the Got cosmic late, powers late sixties. Yeah, like apparently that in reality, Greg, cover your ears. In reality, the dog survived like three minutes in space yeah 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 or something like that <laughs> yeah no doubt <laughs> no doubt or, or 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 so they say after the fall of the soviet union all the all the facts came out they also sent a sent a monkey up there did they not yeah i believe so yeah. i can't imagine it went well no russians are weird that's all we can say <laughs> <laughs> well don't don't get it twisted everyone else would have done the same shit if they oh, yeah. either had them you know what i mean and the whole PETA thing has shut down a lot of, th- of that kind of stuff happening. But back then it was like, oh, fuck, put an animal. They'll find out. And uh, um, actually, that was Kira, Sedwig- uh, Kira Sedgwick's voice on the phone on that the Kevin phone? Bacon okay. was talking to his wife. Yeah, no, That's cool. Yes. Uh, okay, so let's go with your uh, favorite secondary character. We had lots of them in this show. Uh, Nuno, what would yours be? <laughs> I wasn't even ready for this. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, <laughs> uh kevin bacon kevin bacon <laughs> there you go perfect choice yeah, he was good he, he was a good sport and, you know yeah he, he you know what, I'm, I'm, yeah um do, do you think that was part of like hey kevin we're gonna let you play a song in this movie are you in oh yeah you know oh, I mean? like yeah. it's had to be 100 like he's like yeah fucking I, right, I, I, do. I wonder if that was a bacon brothers song from yeah, i bet band. you it's, yeah. it's probably like i doubt it was written for this movie i bet you that's in his catalog of shit you know what i mean like a christmas <laughs> song or whatever yeah. that could be a re-release on itunes right yeah and, exactly. uh, spotify I, I tell you what though i am gonna fucking look up that pumpkin song and put that on my spotify list for sure nice. <laughs> way too good uh <laughs> Actually, 
can I consider that my secondary character? Sure. The, the music? Song? <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd say that I, I that was a banger out of nowhere that I'm really happy with uh, hearing. It had that epic feel, the epic like 90s Christmas vibe. It was so good. Um, not a surprise. I'm all about uh, Cosmo the Space Dog. Yeah, that's and, of course. Uh, uh, and if you could uh, recast one character, I don't know if you guys have had time to think about it. If you oh, haven't, I've got it right now. You've I'll got one right now. I bet you Nuno's got the same one. What recast Groot in his old suit. <laughs> <laughs> Re-CG his skin to make it the same one Perfect as in idea. Uh, Guardians. Uh, oh, sorry, in Infinity War. I'm going to go even more off script and say, oh, I'm going to reshoot a scene, the bar scene, need oh. in, in order to fit into the classic holiday throwback of Star Wars. <laughs> the the bar scene needs to be a virtual a virtual sex scene, just like the original Star Wars holiday special had, where Chewbacca's dad, Stinky, has a <laughs> way ahead of its time VR set and essentially has sex with this like <laughs> virtual singer. The writers did in fact intend for it to be a scene of soft of of uh, soft core pornography. Really? Yes. It, rewatch it just for Stinky's VR uh, VR sex scene. Wow. It's probably the most bizarre thing that's ever aired on television. This Man. may be a terrible idea, but I am going to Google Stinky's VR sex scene <laughs> later on after we do this, and we'll see what pops up. Um, and I think for, for my recasting, uh, as much as I enjoyed uh, Kevin Bacon, I think if they were really going to go get you know someone from, from Hollywood to take back to nowhere, uh, like I think the obvious answer would be Big Bang Theories, Jim Parsons. <laughs> this time I saw it coming. Yeah. This is the only time you didn't catch me off guard. <laughs> All right. That's the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Thanks uh, for uh, jumping onto the pod. Uh, Nuno, where can people find you? Oh, uh, NunoP.com. Uh, my online portfolio of uh, comic covers, t-shirt designs, and links to all my socials. Dax? Uh, DaxGordine.com. You can find all my socials linked there in the bar. And uh, yeah, uh, appreciate it. And uh, happy holidays, fellas. This was fun. It, it kind of this, especially with your backdrop there, uh, Greg, it's, it's given me, uh, I'm, I'm starting to feel the Christmas spirit and I'm, I'm excited. So uh, thanks for allowing, uh, making me, I don't know if I would have watched this right away. So I'm glad I got to see it when I did. And it's given me the feel. So I uh, hope everybody has a good holiday season. Are you, too. A, are you an eggnog drinker? I do do supple on uh, suck, supple. I do suckle the eggnog uh, teat uh, from now on <laughs> again. I think I usually only do when I was a kid. I used to like. I have memories of going into like at dawn, like sneaking downstairs and cracking the fridge and popping the liter thing and just drink because it's sugar, right? It's just like sure. So I mean, I've always had a taste for the nog, and uh, but nowadays I barely get. Through. I think I get like one liter for the entire season. Like it's it's pretty pretty rich. So yeah yeah, yeah I, I have already drank. There is maybe a little bit left in that carton. I may just throw that down after this, uh, in honor of this uh, special discussion. Have you ever had? Actually, let uh, me do it right now. I'm going to cheers to you guys. And- <laughs> there, there he goes. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Here I come. Oh. All right. Here we go. And this was actually purchased. This is for I would. This is sacrilegious, but I bought this on route to somewhere, and it's from Circle K, and they have their own brand. Sorry. Oh. Their own brand of uh, eggnog. So I grabbed it December 3rd. I can still drink this. Here we go. Yeah. A little bit left. Cheers to you guys and cheers to all the fans of the junk. Here we go. Cheers. Happy holidays. There it goes. Nice. Cheers, everybody. You're going to be able to uh, sleep tonight. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, Chiba Junk Podcast, and uh, thanks for checking out the show. Bye bye. You can watch Mr. Rogers. You can watch Three Company. And you can turn on fame or the newlywed game or the Adams Family. Say, you can watch Barney Miller and you can watch your MTV. And you can watch till your eyes fall out of your head. That'll be okay with me. And you can watch. You can watch Johnny Carson. 
news TV guide to help you decide with a capitalized review. Say, you can watch 60 Minutes, even Captain Kangaroo. But there's only one set, so whatever you watch, well, you know I gotta watch.